How can this man give us his flesh to eat? That question in the gospel today is just as relevant today in 2023 as it was in the year 30. And maybe it's even more relevant now for us than it was all those years ago, because at least the Jews of 30 AD could see the human body of Christ and hear those words coming from his own mouth. We must rely on faith because our sight has failed to see the true reality and our mind fails to conceive the true reality of what goes on with the Eucharist. Because it's only by faith that we can know that hidden beneath the signs of bread and wine lie the priceless gifts of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. This food from heaven like the manna that was given to Moses and his people was unknown to any who came before us Christians. The pagan Romans of the time and the Jews of the time and later the Muslims, Hindus, Buddhists, and those who have no faith. They don't understand this claim of the body and blood of God as our true food and our true drink. Especially in the ancient world, many accused us Christians of cannibalism because we were so strong in this belief. Because in the Gospel of John, if you look at the original text, it is absolutely clear Jesus does not mean this in a figurative way. The word he uses, trogain, it means to gnaw, to chew. He's not talking about a figurative eating of his body and blood. And others even today are repulsed by the idea that God would give himself to humans in such an intimate and vulnerable way, allowing us to eat him, saying that it's not a fitting thing for God to do, as if God has to run his ideas by us as to what is fitting. And even many of our fellow Christians deny the Eucharist. They do not recognize that God gave us the gift of his body and blood. And sadly, this has led to the loss of the true worship of God at the liturgy of the Eucharist and the loss of the celebration of our Lord's sacraments in many places because all of the sacraments are tied back to the Eucharist. If you don't have the Eucharist, you don't need confession to prepare yourself. If you don't have the Eucharist, you don't need priests to confect it. If you don't have the Eucharist, even the grace and love of God that comes to the world through the sacrament of marriage looks different. Without this gift of the Eucharist, everything is different. Our Lord made it clear in the gospel that unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. But whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. It is a hard teaching. And after Christ told his followers of this, many left. What we do at Mass is such a strange thing and it has been for 2,000 years. 
If you look at ancient pagan worship, what they would do is they'd often bring forth their food to feed their gods in an attempt to appease them so that they might gain favor and get things from them. And yes, in the unbloody sacrifice and worship of the Mass, we provide bread and wine. But the true gift that we offer to God is given to us by Him because He transforms that bread and wine into His body and blood. His very flesh come down from heaven and the lifeblood of God. This true food and drink, which has the power when we consume it, to unite us with him who is in heaven. That great power unites us with life itself. And so when we consume the Eucharist, that has consequences for us. It's meant to give us life, to bring us closer to God. And so if we have not prepared ourselves for this wonderful gift by removing the stain of any of the mortal sins we know about, it actually puts us in jeopardy. Because when we encounter the life of God in such a way, it means that this, this fire of love and life that is God will destroy anything that is not like it. Which is why it can be dangerous to consume the Eucharist if we're not properly prepared. But God gives us himself as food to feed us, to show us that favor he already has for us, and to unite us to himself. Because what we're called to do as Christians is to give ourselves completely to God. At Mass, when the bread and the wine come up and are placed on this altar, they are not the only things we should be offering. We should be offering our prayers, works, joys, our sufferings, our thoughts, our actions, anything in our heart, indeed our complete selves. We should put those on the pattern right next to the bread that we offer to God. Because when God takes that bread and wine up and transforms it into his body and blood, if we're there right next to it, what does he do for us? He transforms us. He makes us more like himself. And this is a great gift, making us more like himself, transforming us into creatures who are capable of receiving that wonderful food that is himself, that will give us life forever. That same food that, if you remember the story of the woman at the well, she so desired. If you look through the Bible, there's only one other food that God mentions will give you eternal life. It was the tree of life in the Garden of Eden. That tree of life, we lost access to it when sin came into the world. Because to do so, they would have found themselves eternally in misery. They had to learn how to repent. But when Christ came into the world, when he was nailed to the cross, that sin which separated us from God was destroyed too. We were given back our power to unite ourselves with God and overcome sin because God sent his Holy Spirit into our hearts. 
And so this new food from God, this Eucharist of Christ's body and blood, it was born from the side of Christ on the new tree of life, the tree of life to which our Savior was nailed. And it's an offering of his life for our own hearts. As we participate in this Mass today, as we prepare to receive this incredible gift of the body and blood of Christ at communion, which our church teaches us when we receive even the sacred host, we receive the fullness of Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. As we prepare ourselves to receive that incredible gift, let's contemplate what God wants to give to us every moment and prepare our hearts opening them to the amazing gift of life that God wants to give us through the Eucharist. <laughs> 